All right, people. I got something crazy for y'all today or tonight or this morning or whenever y'all listening to this. How you doing? How are you? Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the Gas Mask Tribe. Really appreciate you for tuning in. And this is one of my special episodes. We're really a special season right now that I'm doing called Biz Get Real. I'll be back in the studio with the team and the whole Gas Mask Tribe. And we'll have that whole dialogue in again. But I want you guys to get to know Biz, you know. I'm a musician, of course. And I've toured this whole fucking country loving life and raising a beautiful family and all that good stuff so you know what i mean but anyway i don't want to talk about me i gotta get into this hotness so you know i do my little research or whatever and i came up on some crazy crazy called candid africa and this woman literally demolished this french woman it's an african lady she demolished this french woman and I don't want to hold this for too long because I, I, I just, I just want to get right into it because this is very entertaining. But there might be some audio problems. It might be too pitchy or whatever. Uh, you know, you could kind of turn it down or turn it up or whatever how you feel. And um, please also uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Dirty Harvard, D-I-R-T-Y-H-A-R. V-A-R-D. I just released some new music. Uh, if you guys would like to go check that out, that's uh, on Spotify. Um, the song is called Eyes Closed. Yes. And it's pretty much eyes closed to all this bullshit. And I wrote this song just because of this, what I'm about to show you. It's the craziness. Anyway, let's go ahead and just fly into it. You get Welcome to Candid Africa, truthful and unapologetic. Are there bookshops in Nigeria? Welcome to Candid Africa, truthful and unapologetic. Are there bookshops in Nigeria? Are there bookshops in Nigeria? I mean, fuck, it's 2018, right? I mean, I don't know, 2019? 2020, 2014. I mean, shit. You would think Nigeria have books by the time like 1980s, right? I don't know. I mean, you know what? Let me not. I'm sorry. Let me. Let's let the person talk. This lady by the name, her name is kind of hard to pronounce. Uh, Chimama Nada, Chimama Nada, Chimanada, Chimanada. She is a writer. And she wrote a few books. Uh, she is an awesome, awesome person in front of the press. I mean, you have to... I'm going to show you. I'm going to play this little clip or whatever. But she is awesome in what she does. And she straight demolished this lady. And there's a fuller clip. You guys can go check it out. But this is just a famous African writer, Chimanda. Chimama, Chimanda. Chimamda. <laughs> Ah, don't kill me, people. Uh, she destroys this French when she responds to just racial crisis. Uh, she's a Nigerian writer. Uh, Chimanda Nozi Archie um, was presented at the third night of the ideas, which is in France, with a quite memorable moment when the interviewer asked her if there were libraries in Nigeria. 
adding that French people did know a lot about French. So, I mean, if you think about it, I'm reading a description that they have here just to kind of give you guys a little background. But anyway, um, you know, she, she pretty much goes up there and demolished the lady. That's all. Check this out. You know, I think... I think it's... I think it reflects very poorly on French people that you have to ask me that question. I really do. Because, I mean... Just demolished. She said, I think it's poor on you French motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, to think that way. I mean, fuck. Are you still thinking that way? I mean, come on. Anyway, I don't know. Let me stop. I think in general that France doesn't seem to realize that it is no longer um, an 18th century world power. <laughs> Um, and I say this with um, sad honesty because I have affection for um, oh the minister left oh okay good uh, <laughs> but he got nervous and got the fuck up out of there <laughs> but I mean I think that I think that French I mean, so I'm Anglophone African I'm not Francophone but I think that, that French um the history of French and Francophone relations, I find very vexed and troubling. Um, I, I think it's interesting, this idea that the, 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 um, the CFA, the Francophone currency, is somehow tied to the French franc. I find that really retrograde. I think that um, the way that there's a kind of cultural power that France wields over Francophone Africa that I think is unhealthy. Um, I think Francophone films are really French films in a way that that's not the case in Anglophone West Africa. Um, there is a kind of, um, I think the way that Anglophone Africans occupy their space in, in the UK is not the same way that Francophone Africans occupy their space in France. And, you know, and I, I think that Francophone Africans who, who, who know this, right, and maybe they should be the ones answering this question because, you know, I, do, I, I know sort of, I, I know I read a bit about it, but I, I obviously I don't have a personal experience. But, but I should say that my criticism when I started out, and I stand by it, it's because I've had many unpleasant experiences with French immigration. Um, yesterday was different because they were actually polite, but every time I have come into France, and it's happened, I'm going to say four or five times in the past two years, th th there is a kind of contempt with which I am dealt with when I present my Nigerian passport that I really find indefensible. And I think it's important because the immigration officers are the first line of, of, of contact with the country, and so it shapes the way you think of a country. And I think it takes very little to be polite and to give people their basic dignity and if I'm coming into a country and I have everything I need and I am legally there then surely there's no reason to keep me for 30 minutes asking me ridiculous questions ignoring me for long periods and just being an ass so that that's what has shaped my um, irritation with uh, yeah, I, I think it's important to, to remember that all human beings really deserve equal dignity. It shouldn't depend on the passport. Let her repeat that again. Let her repeat that again. 
just being an ass. There, then surely there's no reason to keep me for 30 minutes asking me ridiculous questions, ignoring me for long periods, and just being an ass. So that that's what has shaped my um, irritation with... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's important to, to remember that all human beings really deserve equal dignity. It shouldn't depend on the passport that we carry. <laughs> A white lady sitting there looking stupid. I mean, damn, profound. I mean, she literally, even though, I don't know if you can kind of understand her English, it was kind of broken up, but, you know, it's, it's, I'm I'm just straight real, man. But, you know I mean? It's definitely, she was hitting on all the points. And that's how we go through in America. That's what we experience. But she's experiencing this from Nigeria and France. Like, if you know the culture between Nigeria and France and, and, and Haitians and France. And, I mean, just a whole... Just a whole European-African relationship. If you understood that, you know what I mean? This is... It's bigger, you know what I mean? Like, racism kind of, you know, goes all around. But she definitely nailed it in her sense of understanding. And you see the minister got the fuck out of there, you know what I mean? And old girl had the audacity just just to ask her, are there any librarians in, in Nigeria? And, and do people read your books? That was, uh, I read, a, uh, I saw a longer clip. Uh, but she asked her, did people read her books in Nigeria? As if Nigerians don't know how to read. Like, that's... If you can't see the fuckery in that, in the place of many people, and high-profile people, and see the fuckery in that, you know what I mean? That's why I'm glad she was just very, unap- you know, unapologetic and truthful. You know, that's the gas mask tribe. That's what we do. We filter out that bullshit. You get what I mean? She literally filtered out the bullshit on her on this huge platform. Huge. That's our job as the gas mask tribe. Yeah, we might not be so much of a... Uh, we are supposed to think this way and it's a colorism thing. No, 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 no. The gas mask tribe is not so much of a colorism thing. It's not like an all-black mission or all-white mission or all-Latino or all-Asian, you know, Oriental or whatever the fuck it is. It's, It's a unified group of people who understand equality and understand how to move with each other. And we, and we know that we have people who are going against that. Going against real personality. Going against real self-correction. Going against real abilities to maneuver through your life. You know what I mean? There's people who are literally going against those things. There's people going against your life right now. There's people talking about your life right now. You know what I mean? And you have to filter out the bullshit and look that person in the face and tell them the truth and not hurt their feelings. That's the that's the gas mask tribe. That's what we do. What she did on the stage to this lady had nothing to do with so much of a black and white issue. You know what I mean? As I'm looking at it from a gas mask tribe sense. Has no, no. This is the biz. Get real. I'm getting real with y'all. This is facts. 
It literally was filtering out the bullshit on the way that lady been thinking since the 18th fucking century. Literally brought that lady up to today. Educated her on her own stage. I'm just saying, people. Gas mask truck. We have to see these things, man. We have to understand where we are. You know, you're a part of the gas mask tribe. And I thank you for listening and just kind of taking that in, you know, and just understanding where we are in our life. You know what I mean? This, Yes, this may be a serious topic and more of a lifestyle topic. You know what I mean? But whether you black, Chinese, white, Oriental, whatever, and you identify with these values and these ideas, you are part of the gas mask tribe. I have merchandise for you guys. I have all these things. This is for to build us. This is to build that community who thinks like this woman, who understands that it's bigger than her. It's bigger than me. It's for you. It's for us. This is a this is an entertaining, educational, lifestyle type of podcast. You get what I mean? You know, I mean, I'm I'm feeling myself. I got a little drink. You know, it's all good, but. I just thank y'all for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. It's the Gas Mask Tribe, the Biz Get Real edition. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back in studio real soon. Y'all make sure you go check out the music. Uh, DirtyHarvard.com. BizEntertainment.net is where you can find the app. It's all there. You can download the app. It's beautiful stuff there. It's videos, all type of content for you. And also, please donate. You know, give us a dollar. Five bucks, ten bucks. Hey, if you donate ten bucks over the course of what two months, we'll send you free product. We'll send you free sweaters and all that cool shit. But thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you. And just have love, show brightness to everyone, man, and let them know you're a part of the Gas Mask Tribe. And we come to show love and gratitude and integrity. Cheer!